Okay, Hilchus Tanya's Laws of Fasting, Perik Hamishi, the final Perik of the Laws of Fasting. Adkan, we talked about fast days that fast because there's something going on. There's no rain, there's uh, the earthquakes. Now we're going to talk about fast days that are set on the calendar. Yeshom Yomim, there are certain days, page 352. There are certain days, you call Yisom, that all the Jewish people fast, not just Tanikham, not just place, certain places. Everybody across the globe fasts on those days. Because of the episodes that happened in the past, right? So now we're not talking about fasts because of there's no rain, there's locusts, there's earthquakes, there's a there's a siege. No, this is for past things. Again, to open our hearts to, um, and to, open, to arouse our hearts to open the ways of truth. Again, the Ramam holds that fasting and the things we do on the fast days are all about a way of dark tshuva. It's a very important theme. This fasting we do on these days should be a remembrance for our evil deeds. And these are our fathers that are like our deeds, right? Because our ancestors weren't zeichet to the gula. Because it says whoever in his days the English was not rebuilt, it says he was destroyed. So we are in the same matzah right now. To the point that those negative events happen to them and to us. Because by remembering these things, we will turn our ways to the do good. It says, they'll repent, uh, excuse me, confess their Averis and the Averis of their fathers. We don't have to confess our fathers Averis. It means our Averis, which are like our fathers Averis. And, uh, and so that is the idea, again, about Shuva and about uh, doing tshuva for the, for the negative deeds. Okay. The Elohim, here's the days. These are the calendar days that are set to fast, even though there's no drought, there's no earthquakes, there's no locusts. Yoyim shishat batishrei. Gimel tishrei. What happened then? Who was the governor left over to, you know, govern the Jidin Eretz Yisrael after Nebuchadnezzar exiled most of them. He was killed by a jealous person who was from Machos Beis David, I believe, and he thought that he was more, reser- or, or, if I care, maybe Gedai was from Machos Beis David, and the other person was from, was a no, but it was, it was somebody who was jealous of his position specifically. In any, in any event, yeah, in any event, because when Gedai was killed, the Chorban was even more, because even more Yidin left there to sell. They were afraid the Babylonians would see it as a rebellion, because they killed the Babylonian important governor, and they all, against the Navi's instructions, ran to Mitzrayim. So, whatever embers or coals of Eretz was remaining, there's some Yidin who were there, got that Nebuchadnezzar left behind to, you know, farm the land. So, Eretz it was it was now a, now a country under Bavl rule. They wanted the land to at least have some value, so they left the farmers and some simple people. And that even that was uh, extinguished. The Sibiv Lehasim Galusan, and it was a cause that even the Gauls was even more um, uh, excessive, right? You're in base? Yes. 648? Yeah, no, 649. Oh, they talk to divide differently in your Okay. Like this opinion that it was a, uh, somebody that was jealous of Gedalia. I don't know if it's opinion, I think it's the Chaldeus. No, no. The Chaldeus is, is, is that a zealot killed them because they said, we don't want a governor. We I, want to have our own Melech. News to me. And as long as we have a governor, we'll never be able to get a Melech. Is that, is that, that I never heard such a thing. Okay, fine. What Hashem gives you at the time. Where did you ever see such a thing? They, they were not happy. Where, where did you ever see such a thing? If I see Batavis now, next day, I'm just going to say to the calendar, starting from Tishrei. I saw Batavis. On that day, the 10th of Tavis, the Vuchanetzer surrounded Yushalayim and laid siege to it. That was the beginning of the Churban. The Aviyah Matz and Matzaki brought to a situation of distress and of, of siege. Meshiva Asabat Tammuz, 17th of Tammuz, Chamisha Devarm Irabai. We skipped Tarnas Esther. We'll talk about it later. Five things happened on Shiva Asabat Tammuz. And the Ram goes in order of history, I believe. Nishtabar Luchis, Meshav Berk Luchis. Right? And he came down, he saw the eagle. Ubat Latam and Bayas Rishin, the Bayas Rishin, after the siege of the Vuchanetzer, they still had 
some lambs, and they offer the carbon tomit every day, twice a day, shachris and, or, you know, tomit shachris and rabbayim. And on Shiva Shabbat Tammuz, the supply ran out, and that was the first time the tomit, I'm not sure if it was the morning or the afternoon tomit, was not offered. In the second Golos, by the Roman destruction of the second base of Migdash, the city of Yushalayim was, the walls were breached. In the first base of Migdash, it was Tess uh, Tamos, it says in, in the Navi, uh, in Yemiyo and Perik Lama Tess. Um, but uh, Chazal didn't want to make a fast day on Tess and Yudzayin, it was too much. It could be they fasted Tess Tamos, actually, during Golos Bavel, and according to those who, who say they fasted during the Bayashini, all these fasts, although they may have not, they may have fasted Tess Tamos then, and it was changed to Yudzayin. There's also Yerushalmi, apparently, which says that actually it was Yudzayin, because of the confusion and the siege, they mixed the dates up, so it was Yudzayin both eras. In any event, for the siege of, for the, for the breaching of the walls of Shalim, when the Roman battering rams finally broke through, and they were able to now go in the city and start killing Rahman al that's Yudzayin Tamos. The Sarah Apostasis was a Greek official, the Mambayashani. Interesting, so this is going backwards in history because, we, because this happened before the Romans. This is a Greek official, right? The Greeks were before the Romans. This is before the Khurban. He burnt the Torah. And it's and the Mepharshim say there was the Sefer Torah by Ezra Sefer. So it was a big calamity. And he, who's he, set up a Gechka in the Beis HaMikdash. He is Papashas Apostasis. Some of our say which are actually referring to Menashe Malchihuda, the son of Chizkiyo. But that was the day it happened. Gimel. Betisha ba'av chamish tovam erebay on the ninth of av five things happened on that day. Migzal yisal midrash la yikasul arts. Of course, we know the Marvin came back. He didn't complain, and there was a gzair on that generation. They're not going to Eretz Yisrael. They're going to have to be in the desert and die out there for the next forty years. The charef abayas v'rishen v'ashnia. The first and second base midrash was destroyed. I didn't know this, but he says in the Torah over here. There's no clear marker that says in Torah Shalapeh that the churim bayashen was tish above. The bayas rishen says in the first and the navi. But it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's an accepted Messiah that was Tish above the second time around also. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Now, another thing that happened in, in, in Starak, it was 52 years after the Khurban, a large city, it was called Betar. I don't think this is synonymous with the Masada. I think the Masada was, was a different, uh, different the time. Masada is different than Betar. Yeah, okay. And it was called Betar. And what's the, what happened over there? The city was conquered. There were tens of thousands of there. They had a great king. Right by Kochba, but Dimu called Yisrael Gedolah Chacham Meshu Melach Hamashiach, and Gedolah Chacham assumed that he was Melach Hamashiach. And Azram will tell us more in Hilchus Melach and Perik Yidalef. The Nafal Biyad Ramim, and eventually they fell in the hands of the Romans. Venerukum, they were all killed. But he said Tzara Gedolah Kamei Churim by Simvikdash. It was such a great Tzara. So many people died. It was considered comparable to the Churim, which is why we acknowledge that that's one of the reasons why we fast on Tisha B'av. The Gemara says in Tainus that that the bloodshed was so severe that the blood of those Yidden. Um, flowed to the Mediterranean Sea, which was 40 miles away. Mm-hmm. And that, on that day, which Ram here says, you see that this is a day which is you know, prepared for negativity, for punishment. It was a Roman you know, general of some kind, Russia, the evil one, that's a Hegel, he, um, he uh, uh, plowed the Hegel, the plow, the S. Seville and the area around it, the Kaimash and in fulfillment of the negative Nevoah, that Michal says that the Tzion we plowed like a field. Yeah, and oh, so so the idea is that why, why do you plow a field? You're breaking up the earth. Why are you showing my field to plant to bring something new? So this is also in the, hidden over here in Avua that it's for the purpose of and building the Bayish Lishi. Yeah, yeah. With the Bekiva, the Gomarkas, yeah, yeah. Dalit. Kids are back then with utter destruction. Oh, so the Shas Ma'asid. It seems we'll see. We'll see more that I'm at the end of the last halacha. Okay, we'll see more about that. Yeah, the Shas Ma'asid seems negatively, obviously. Dalit. Varboy made seven of these four fasts. 
Gimel Tishrei, right? Asar B'Tevish, Yosef Thomas Tishabov. Harim B'Fuah Shemot Kabbal, they are mentioned, including the Navi, right? They're not just the Chadid, only, only Torah Shabal Peh. They're mentioned in the, in the Navi. Torah Maravi, this is the Zechariah Perek Ches. Actually, these Pesukim, we'll see in the last Halacha, the Ramah was talking about how these fast days will be transformed to happy days. Torah Maravi, the fast of the fourth month, right? Um, Decent year receive in Tammuz. Tzemachamishi, the fast of the fifth month, which is the month of Av. The fast of the fourth month, Zeshivas Batamuz, Zeshivas Batamuz, which is the fourth month from Tishrei. Tzemachamishi, the fast of the fifth month, the Tishbav is the ninth of Av. Zeshivas Batamuz is the fifth month. Tzemachamishi, the Pasuk is the fast of the seventh month, Zeshivas this is Gimel Tishrei. Zeshivas Batamuz, which is the seventh month. The same Masir, the fast of the tenth month, the Pasuk refers to Zasar Batavis, which is Asar Batavis, which is the tenth day of the tenth month, Shuchadashir, which is the tenth month from Nisan. Okay, so it's if it's if clearly mentioned in, in, in Kabbalah. And the Ramam actually tells us that Lakhir to add credence to the idea that it's 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 it's, it's, it's if it mentioned in Tanakh, it has more serious level of a being of the Rabbanon. It's mentioned by the by the Nevi'im. Now, there's also a meaning many didn't have his mana in these times. When exactly did it start? It's not clear. It's not clear when, when Yidin started fasting. To fast, but in these times, these times of the Ramah was already established among all Yidin. To fast, you'd give other. Why? It remembers the times they fast, there's a Homer, right? When they, the whole idea of ta- fasting. Did they implement the, the, the Tainas to, to go on for the next year after Purim, or no? It's not Nashma like that. We'll see. One second. So, uh, right? Because remember, the Ramah holds you do Tshuva. Tainas is to fast and do Tshuva. So, where do we see clearly that it worked? By Yigimel Adar, when the Eden fasted those three days, and Abish answered them. So, that fast, that they fasted those three days, right? Yigimel Yudal Tesla of Nisan, or some say Yudal Tesla of the Zionists, I think, or um, whatever it was, that the Zech that we fast time session, it says, it says at the end of the Megillah that Hashem remembered they're crying out and they're fasting. The truth is, it's also possible, I think the Rebbe explains that it's called Tainus Esther because you fast by a Mochama, and Yigimel Adar, the Eden went to war. Except the soldiers don't fast. So those who are not, because they're weak. So non-soldiers fasted. Now every Yid had to defend himself. Who was the one Yid who wasn't going to war? Esther. So she fasted. No one else fasted. Hence, Tainus Esther. Okay, that's the other, that I'm over here, he's not saying, he's not saying, he's saying it's more inside the three days they fasted, the Shas, when Gazeri was out. But okay. the irony is, is that women today don't fast on Tainus Esther. Other, other. Not so posh. It's a chiv on men and women equally. It's not, like, you're not more of a heter to, to, to not fast if you're a woman. If you're pregnant, if you're nursing, whatever, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, hopefully, it's not as them. But men are pregnant, men don't nurse, right? So it's not a. Now, what if you give our father on Shabbos? The Ramam doesn't mention the other fasts yet. Because clearly, according to the, the Ramam, is talking about the Manazem. Our calendar, they, they, they didn't, can't, can't fall on well, they can't, they, they, they can't fall out on Shabbos. So that's why only Tainas Esther, you, give, you, you know, Purim, Tashem Pedalad is on. Sunday, so Tainus Esther is on Shabbos. So you give all others on Shabbos, excuse me. What do you do? You, you put the fast earlier on Thursday, right? You shouldn't fast after Shabbos because it didn't fall on Friday. Why should you fast Friday? But it's a more make to fast. And it shouldn't be after Purim. It's before Purim, apparently. So therefore, you fast on Thursday. Also, which is, which is and if your Purim is Sunday, Thursday will be Yud Aleph Adar. Oh, if one of the other four fasts that we mentioned, Tisha B'Av, Hashem B'Tevis, Shavas B'Tamus, Tzongedaya, falls on Shabbos, you push it ahead to Sunday. It falls on Friday, which according to our calendar, the only one could be Hashem B'Tevis, Taka Tav Shepedal, it's going to be that way. Misan Be'er of Shabbos, and you fast Taka on Friday. I just I mentioned earlier that, that uh, it's not clear if they fasted these fasts during Bizman Bayashani. It could be they did, it could be they didn't. But if they did, if they did not, it was reinstituted after the Churban by Hashem. Now, as far as Tainus Esther, it's not clear when exactly 
it started this they started fast. Not mentioned the Gemara. And the Gil is tiniest, which, which is written before the Mishnah, mentions Yud Gimel others that they not allowed to fast because it was a Simcha. That was in the Nachash Manoyim defeated Nicanor. She not allowed to fast. So it's not close. I'm just wondering, I'm, I'm, out of my boy, I'm going to speculate. Maybe like you're saying, they instituted it as a tiniest, as a minig, as, as a minig, not as a chiyuv like the other ones. Right after Purim. But then later in history, it became a Yemi Simcha because Nicanor was killed. They said, okay, well, we're not going to make a fast. And then, if I cared, after the Chorban, when, when, or, or when the, excuse me, when the Chabahom Megillus Tainus, those days, which, which they say, on these days, it's a happy day, you can't fast. All those restrictions became bottle, except for Chanukah and Purim. Then they put Tainus Esther back in. I, I don't know, I'm just wondering. He says in the Oros Review that in the Shilters of Achri Goin, it was very clear that, that he was right after the Zaman Gemara, Mamash after the Gemara. There was already a meaning to fast Tainus Esther, there was a meaning by all Yid. Akaponim, the truth is, like Avram said, that Tana says is more make the fast. You, you can get a heter easily, more easily than you can for Tisha B'Av or all the other fast. Okay. These fasts, these four fasts, you don't blow the shayf, the trumpets, and you don't dive in the ilah, right? We read, as opposed to the other fasts, like for rain or for, or for locusts, which according to the Rambam, you read the Teichachah. We read Vayichal. According to the Rambam, you read Teichachah. But these fasts, the Rambam agrees, you read Vayichal. Funny, he doesn't mention Haftarinia by Mincha. But he says, All these fasts, you're allowed to eat the night before till dawn. Chutz with Tishabav. Tishabav, not. Tishabav, you have to. Fast the night before. Yeah. Now that the Rambam goes away from the halachas of mamish fasting and the halal to the halach. We talk about the extra brachas, obviously. Yeah. Because we don't do them. Yeah. That's only for, for droughts. So now that the Rambam goes away from the halal, the fasting, and, and it goes more to the halachas of the halal morning, the churban, which is an extension of the halachas of Tishmah. Okay, we gotta move. The shikonis of Matmasimcha. Once the month of Av begins, right? Aleph Av comes, we reduce in joy. What does that mean exactly? I'm just gonna tell us different ways of doing that, doing the different things. Shabbos, Cholos, Tishabov, now the week of Tishabov, right? From what's a Shabbos until, you know, also, or even from Shabbos maybe, is also Lusapa, or Lachabish, you now take a haircut, do laundry, Lilbash, clean Magoyets, you now wear a finely you know, pressed uh, um, garment, even if it was pressed before Tishabov, right? Before the week, before, before, um, before, the, before, before, before the week started. I feel like even if it's a linen garment, now linen, by the way, I don't know if you ever saw a linen jacket, even if it's pressed, it looks like the guy just slept in it. When, uh, is, it, when is Tishabov exactly? In the summertime. Exactly two months before Yom Kippur, right? So, um, so, so there, so, so nevertheless, you're not allowed to wear a finely pressed garment of linen, even though it doesn't make it look as good as a, as a cotton or wool pressed garment. until after even to launder and to leave it for after the tainus is also also because it's like a simchadika thing. The meaning of Yidin is not to eat meat the week of Tisha B'av. Again, Ashkenazim have you know, more, the whole nine days and, and three weeks, and I'm doesn't mention that. When it comes to these, I believe. So the meaning of Yidin is not to eat meat or chicken, for that matter, I believe. That whole week. <coughs> right. Shabbos, so from much of Shabbos until after the Tonus. But he comes to America, it's not to bathe. Actually, I have a Tonus until after the Tonus. The Yeshua came to Shinogel of Atlas, Shritam, Berish, Chedesh, Atlas. Some places the meaning is to not shecht from Rish Chedesh, not just the week of. Of Tishabov, but from Rishchidosh, which is the week before Tishabov, some t- very often, right? You don't shecht. In other words, even if you're going to leave, let's say for after the Tainus or 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 bechlal, not not to eat meat, yeah. But when you shecht, you have to eat that day. It gets ruined. You, you can salt it. We'll see. But actually, right? And he says, the meaning is to keep shechting because the lot of Yidden who don't uh, keep Tishabov, but they keep kosher, right? You know, but you want to have the chef kosher meat available, right? So there's no reason they say okay, design. Tishabov lately became the Chodover. Tishabov, the night and day are the same. Whatever restrictions by night, you can't eat by day. By daytime, excuse me, also by night, you can't eat, etc. And Eichlin Elam, you can only eat from before the day, before Tishabov starts. 
even though it's dirabonon and bein hashmosh is a suffix, with the asidik yom kippurim in many ways, chachamim made the tishah above like yom kippur in many types of chumras. So just yom kippur is the rice you can't stop by shkia, right? You have to fast twenty five hours, shkia to taste next day, tishah above also. But the last meal you eat before Tisha B'Av, before you start fasting, you shouldn't eat meat or drink wine. Now, we just said you shouldn't eat meat the whole nine days. Good. But even if you're not going to be Mekayim that minute, this is also. This is an Isser. Um, actually, wine that Amun did not mention, not to drink during the nine days. Yeah, okay. If it's wine, grape juice that was just pressed, less than 72 hours old, that's not wine, that's juice, that you could, that you could drink. Now, this is a point that you mentioned. You could eat meat that's three more day, three, more than three days old. If it's 72 hours old or more, obviously means they salted it to preserve it, right? Like biltong, you know, these are salami, whatever. That you could eat. Why? Because that's not chash of meat. That's like, you know, or another story is that because the reason why now they eat in the tissue during the nine days is because we're mourning the churban. We shouldn't eat meat because kabanas were meat. But, any, but a carbon, the longest stretch of time you could eat it was from, let's say, Yishech the carbon Sunday sometime during the day, if it was, a, if it was cut in Kalim, let's say a Shlomim. You could eat it from Sunday morning when Yishech did it until Monday before Shkia. So once it's three days old, so then it doesn't resemble carbon anymore. The carbon meat was never the, it's, it's less fresh than the carbon meat, so it's not a problem. Okay. At that meal, you should not eat two cooked dishes. Ches. A man of Amun had these restrictions on what you could eat on Erev Tishabav, the last meal before the fast. You ate your last meal after midday. If he's eating his last meal before Chatzas, for whatever reason, he's not going to eat. So before Chatzas, he's going to start the fast. Even though that's his, technically speaking, his you know, last meal before the fast starts. You keep every once in terms of whatever restrictions based on the Minhagim of, of nine days. Essentially, it's a regular meal, just like the day before. The Erev Tishabav, if Erev Tishabav is Friday. So in other words, um, yeah, Tishabav is Sunday, basically, right? So the Sunday of Sekhis is what? Shal Shudas. So Eichel V'Sheh Eichel Torah, eat whatever you want. You have a meal even like the meal of Shem HaMemach when he dedicated the base of Migdash, right? The real feast. Because it's Shabbos, right? Mm-hmm. This is like the Shal Shudas before you start fasting. Although you do have to stop, fast, stop fasting at Shkia Taq, even though it's still yeah, Shabbos. Start fasting at Shkia. V'Chein Tishabav Atzvish Cholos B'Shabbos. If Tishabav itself is on Shabbos, again, you don't have to, uh, you know, do things that to reduce the food on the Shabbos, have whatever you want. And you know, uh, uh, even though it's Tisha B'av, technically speaking, on the count is Tess of because we're going to fast on Sunday. And also the same idea is that last meal, Tisha uh, before the fast starts, you can have whatever you want. That's the Dhamma's opinion. The Dhamma says maybe you should have a little bit of, uh, of, uh, of certain things in Vitsina. Like, like, for example, marriage relations should be, should be observed if it's Shabbos Tisha B'av. Okay, like an Ovo. No, we don't do that. Right. Exactly, of course not. This is a standard procedure for most Jews. Shein and Yechilis, while Yeshua died, are not able to tolerate more. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the Chadoyda, that's Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Akaponim, this is the this is what most people do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I once you gotta tell you gotta the whole whole thing they do with Tisha above. You want to know if someone wants Mashiach, don't look at him at Tisha how he cries the whole year. Look at what he, how he, if he talks about the Gula during the rest of the year, okay? That's what you have to tell these people. So this is the middle of most people which are not able to tolerate more discomfort. The early Chassidim who, for them, the Chorban was really, you know, felt. Here's what they do. This is, you know, the last meal for Tisha Someone would bring them dry bread with salt. 
the sherb of mine, they would dip it in water. The he sits between the, the oven and the stove, which is like a, like a, like a, like a, like a place where the cats is usually. It's like a very not respectable place, like a place of mourning. He eats it over there. He drinks over there a jug of water with worry, with sorrow, with crying. As if he's, uh, 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 his dead is before him. That's appropriate for Chachamim. Or something of that nature. From our, in our, all our times, I'm getting the person over here. In mine at Saitans, Dr. Ramam, for my whole life, my Gans in Lebanon, I want you to kids say it, my whole life. <laughs> so, in mine sight in Leachan or Erev Tushibov, Tafshil, we never ate Erev Tushibov, he means the last meal is Basism of Sekas, of cooked dish. Our meaning is Taka eat a cooked egg, by the way, right? So, we talk yeah. eat. Good. But the Ramam says in his time that, that, that the, the last meal. No, they did have it. it never cooked dish, though. Whatever what, was, they, what did he eat? I don't know. Bread and, and cold beans? I, I have no idea. No, what, or, or, what is Tisha B'Av celebration? Tisha B'Av is a fast day morning destruction of Yisra Megdosh. Yud. Which, which one? Both? Tisha B'Av? The ninth day of Av is... It, oh yeah, both Yisra Megdosh is correct. Yud. Women who are pregnant or nursing. They have to fast Tisha B'Av as well. Other fasts we learned they have a turn, but this fast they have to finish. Of course, if it's not a sakon, danger. But also, everyone's not allowed to bathe. Bain whether it's cold, hot water, bain or cold water. Even just to dip your finger in water for pleasure purpose is also. But also, to smear oneself, to enjoy the, you know, the oil is also, but if it's for the purpose of hygiene or medicine, it's okay. Rinas a sandal wearing shoes or leather shoes specifically. Tasha meet the marriage relations. Okay, I can put them just, I can keep all these things also. There's also on Tishbub as well. In a place where the minig is, you're allowed to do work on Tishbub. Work here doesn't mean the third nine malachas. It means any activity that's involved that distracts you from mourning l'chayra. That's what the Mishnah Baruch explains. Are you seeing you may do so if that's the minig I'm But it's not a good thing to do, as we'll see. Are you seeing the minig locally is not to do malach on Tishbub? Anything you don't do. Or the chomak and the chom betel and the chom should always not do malach on Tishbub, even if the minig is to allow it. A person who does malacha on Tishbav, whatever you're doing, you're mowing the lawn, you're, you're, you're doing your taxes, not going to have a sin bracha. You could say Pshat is talking about the place where the minig is not to do it, but Pshat is just a mashma everywhere. Even if the minig is to allow it, it's not a, not, not a sin bracha. Enough. Torah scholars. They should not greet each other. They sit worried, and, 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 and groaning, as mourners. If Amar doesn't know, you're not supposed to greet each other. In other words, nobody should greet each other, each other but Amar don't know. So <coughs> he says good morning, he greets them. Try to be polite, don't make, uh, don't make him feel bad. Say again? We looked at the other seven fasts that left for droughts. Yeah, they turn, they, they, they respond with a, you know, a, low, a, low, a low voice and a serious, a somber tone. One may not learn Tanakh on Tishabav. Right? You can't learn Ramam on Tishabav, the Ramam says. Or the Haggadah, which is Medrash. Because that's, you know, could the Asharim Hashem Asam Chalev, the Torah of Hashem makes a person's heart choice, rejoice, and, and Tishabav is not a time for rejoicing. Um, so what could you read? So here's the exceptions of what you could learn from Tanakh. Which is a very sad book. It talks about all of its punishments. Which refers to the book of Eichel The books of... A lot of it is you know, warnings about destruction. The truth is other parts of Tanakh also talk about you know, negative you know, destruction. I believe one of the three Aftaris you learn about the three weeks of above is actually from Yecheskel, ironically. So, but these are the ones that you can, you can be safe that like this is, this is, this is above appropriate. The children don't go to Cheder that day again because that's learning. Why can't they go to Cheder and learn these topics? You'll learn the Gemara and Hanazak and about the Chorob and Amatshar. 
that's what the minute was back then. Yeah, you you base. Mishachar base and Migdash. When the base was destroyed, second base which the pastor talking about over here. Tigne chacham shehayu ba'isha adar chacham that generation again the the chacham the bar shem we're talking about. She'ein bayin lo'elam binyan yimasuyad umechoyer kibinam alachon. You should not build a building. Talking about a private house, not a shul or base matters. A build a building or a house, like any kind of structure, which is you know plastered professionally and decorative. Like the style of palace of a king. Rather you, instead of Mesud, which is a much more professional plaster, you have more of a basic kind of plaster, which is called tit. Oh, then you plaster it, taka, excuse me. So you do put the plaster afterwards. You put the, the, that part you do, but you don't do the design. Right? You leave one square and Amma square, right across and when you walk, right? When you walk in, as you remember, instead of the Churban, I was I, Yeah, 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 you should have to have it. You have to have it here too. To the, the pot. Look, look, look. One look, second. Look. I have in the, in the basement, I have a whole anyway. So when the Rebbe came to Gainesville, in New York, I think there was a closet they were hoping it wouldn't open. They opened it, it was full of graffiti and garbage, and instead of the walls, Zechel Churban. They said, Why Zechel Churban? Zechel Mikdash. So, so, um, yeah. So the the poskim ask with chalal. We'll see whether they ask. It seems that the poskim ask why if it was up as and hug him are not so prevalent. I'm just speculating out, out, out of my you know, head over here. About, at certain times in Jewish history, in the golden age of Spain, if you didn't do these things, you could forget that we're in Golos. But most of the Jewish history in America, Europe, they didn't need, didn't need so many reminders were in Golos. People weren't so people people, people no, were banking. People yearn for machine. Exactly. I'm just wondering if that's why. Okay. If you buy a courtyard, I don't know why it says a courtyard, but it means I could buy a structure that <coughs> is plastered professionally with all the fancy designs. Mamish either from a guy or from a you didn't know or didn't care. As it is, you don't have to go start peeling off the designs. Good gimmel. Also instituted a person who makes a meal for guests. Poskim say this even refers to Susmitz like about mitzvah or chasanim. The chasanim and matz should have something missing, right? So one 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 area of the table should have like an empty dish. It says echel chorban. But here chalakim ponei bleik kara put that place without a dish, bleik kara so without dishes, or you just some which you you think would be there, right? Just empty empty spot. When a woman has jewelry made for gold or silver jewelry, some part of the jewelry where there's normally a piece of jewelry there, it should not be a complete set of jewelry, right? The necklace should have one spot where instead of gold or silver, there's stomach of a rock there or something, whatever, it's missing. Okay. When a chassan marries a woman, they take efer mikla, you know, burnt ash, as opposed to efer paraduma. That's what the term efer mikla means, basically. They put it in the head in the place where the tefillin go. This is not a minig most you can do today, but instead we break the glass, right? All these things are to remember Yerushalayim. Shemar says, If I forget Yerushalayim, I forget my right hand, my right hand, I forget how to use it, chas yeah, my my tongue should cleave to my palate, and I shouldn't be able to talk. If I won't remember you, if I don't, 
uh, recall or bring up Yishalayim on the top of all my joys. This is why we are going to do all these things, even the time of Simcha, to remember our joy is not complete until Yishalayim is rebuilt. Yud Dalet. The Chayin Simli. And more things that were grazer in, um, after the was destroyed to remember the Chorub. Chayin Gal Yishalayim Nagin Shir. They made a Gazir not to play musical instruments. Any type of musical instrument and type of uh, the, the things that cause you know musical sounds, whether, you know, it's also to the joys of them, also to him, because of the chorban, right? Um, again, there's a heterim for tzerach mitzvah, different reasons, but 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 but, but yeah. Therapy. That's all another story. Yeah. Even singing, just singing. At a, at a context where people are drinking wine and singing songs, right? We're sitting on a campfire and we're going to sing songs while drinking beer. Not beer, wine, whatever. That's not, that's also, um, not, not, not talking about songs from, from Torah, ter- just Tom songs. Shemar, it says, there's a pasuk in Yishaya, do not drink wine with song. Again, referencing the time of the Chorban. Yidin already, the minute it became that we do sing songs, to, if it's a song from Torah, if it's a song of a praise to Hashem, and that song is sung, even though we're drinking wine in the context, it's a meal with wine, or it's just Bechal drinking wine, that is something Yidin Minig is taka to do. Tezvav. But Achakach afterwards, in other words, for whatever reason, the Gezer came later, they go to the Gezer, I'll tell Chassanim on the crowns of the Chassanim. The Chassanim used to wear like this type of crown that was made for the Chassanim. The groom would wear, and they made a gazir not to do that. Not to wear them. The Chassanim should not put any kind of Khalil, which is some kind of like, you know, like a crown, like a, like a, like they fancy sort of a diadem, right? There's some kind of his head. Shemar says, Chosam, it's nefes. The Pasuk says in Yecheskel that the turban, it's nefes, like a turban of some kind, is lacking. Vaharim ha'atara, and the crown is removed. So that's, that Pasuk was Mirama, that it's not appropriate. The Chengazur ha'atara is kala, also made a gazer, but he gave the crown of the kala. Imhoya shekhazav shelov was made of silver or gold. But if it's made like a, like a just twisted material, that's okay for a kalo. So this xeris is, is special, specific for for uh, the, uh, for chas kalo. No, for the three weeks. Or for, for no, the chal after oh. these are all things the chum asked after the churban. Yeah. Right. Once. Yeah. So one second. So So by a chas, good. So akasha. But halach you days you're talking about things of chalal every day of the year. You don't do from after the churban until the gulda comes. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about. So that's the thing. Now why would the kalosh she could wear the chasen can't wear any kind of thing, even if it's twisted material. Even a crown of flowers, the gemara says the kalosh could. I don't know. I guess the kalosh are more sensitive to need to wear some kind of headpiece. Okay. Right, you have to unless they can handle it. Now we talk about somebody who sees Yerushalayim. When you see the cities of Yehuda in their ruins, this applies today. Now that Eretz Yisrael has a technically speaking the Jewish government, but okay. So when you see the cities of Yehuda in the ruins, in other words, you're coming from or Yehuda would be, I guess, from the south, yeah, or from the north, from the west. I guess you see them in their in their ruin, the state of ruin. I mean, you say Midbar, your holy cities have come like the desert, the Korea, any person tears Korea. The Amam holds that it's a, we'll see the level of Korea tear. Is it for a parent or if it's for another kind of person? has become like a desert. Um, where's that Pasuk? That Pasuk is. Yeah, it's the same Pasuk, I believe. Okay, continuation. Right? You can't go on the Harabai, so you see it. I mean, he says, basically, our holy house and glory. So each time. But Pashtus, he, he tears Kriya, he adds to it each time. This is the Tehra Sabah Kriya. At what point do you have to tear Kriya for Yerushalayim? 
right? How, how far? Now, from Tefim, he says over here that Tefim is actually not Mount Scopus. It's near Mount Scopus, but the issue, that's, that's the understood what it means. But that's when you consider like you can see Yerushalayim. That's when he sees Yerushalayim. So he saw already the Yehuda, or Yehuda. Now he saw Yerushalayim. Now he, when he reaches the Migdash, he has to, oh, on the, on the Migdash itself, he can't just continue and tear more Kriya. He has to actually tear a whole other a whole other Kriya. So what do you do with the garments? You tear them? Yeah, that, well, so now, you, halacha, you know, if you go to the Kaisal, it has the Halachas on how to do it. The meaning is nowadays, we'll see in one second. Whatever person reaches, first sees the Migdash, before or Yehuda, because he comes from the Midbar. He's coming from the desert side. And therefore, I guess what you mean is he's coming from the northeast, right? So therefore, he sees the base of before Yehuda or from the southeast. I'm not sure how this would work, but whatever it is, he sees the base of first. Kareel al first. <coughs> oh, sorry, I made a mistake. <coughs> Ad Khan, when you see the Ari Yehuda, the person must tear Kriya on the garment. Then he has to tear a separate complete Kriya on the Yushalayim. Then a third complete Kriya on the Mesim Mikdash. Because the Mesim Mikdash is like a parent. He has, each one requires his own Kriya. And apparently, so is Yushalayim. Mashiach over here, when he first sees the Besam Mikdash, he tears the Ikakir of the Besam Mikdash. Then obviously, when he sees the Besam Mikdash, he sees Yushalayim as well. He adds to it for the rest of his Yushalayim. And then I guess Lachar he adds in the third one for Ari Yehuda. So he, so he doesn't have to tear a separate Kriya. He just takes that same tear and he adds to it. Right? As a per, okay. Yud Zayin. The person has to tear this kriya with his hand, not only use a kli, right? Which is a dinner by a parent, I believe, and he has to be standing, which is a dinner by a parent. The kriya called he has to tear the entire garment, until he uncovers his heart, right? He can't just tear his outer, outer jacket. He has to tear, the undershirt is because it's just for sweat. But he has to tear all the, you know, the jacket and the white shirt, yeah, or, or, or whatever, or, and the shirt. Professionally sew them up ever. But to do like a stitch, which is like not professional, still looks kind of like, you know, torn. Shalom, I think the, uh, we learned the Pesin Hilchaz. Yeah, that uh, there's like a, like a lush of a fox tooth. Or it's, like not, it's like jagged. It's not, like a, it's not a professional stitch. That's Motor Molon, which is, you know, hemmed, locked on, and to gather them closed. It's often to make them like a ladder pattern. It's, not a, it's, it's a less professional level of tearing. That's Motor. Now, a guy lives in Netanya, and he, and he works in his business with Shalim. He goes back and forth. So every time he comes in, he has to tear another shirt. He goes to Shalim back and forth. Within 30 days, that's not, that's a continuation, he doesn't tear Kriya again. If it's after 30 days, then he tears another Kriya again. That the Minig is just doing Kimni Chalipin, and so now, Ruven and Shimon, they exchange, you know, exchange clothing, so now Ruven's wearing Shimon's clothing, Shimon's wearing Ruven's clothing, and now you don't tear Kriya on someone else's garment, so therefore, that, that's the Hatter. Yutess, is the most important halach in this paragraph. Well, the Hatter for what? Not tearing Kriya every time a person goes to, goes to the Kaisal. Why? Because we wear each other's... Because if you're, not, if you're not wearing your own clothing, you don't tear Kriya. So Ruven and Shimon go to the, go to the Kaisal the first time. Before they come this close to see it, they do a Kini Halipin. Now my clothing is your clothing, your clothes are my clothing. Says the Ramba. Well, I know, we go on Shabbos. Ah, interesting. Okay, that's the first thing that goes on Shabbos. Another way. Call out say, Mr. Elu, I see the bottom of Mashiach. All these fasts become nullified when the Mashiach comes. They're gonna come days of simcha, right? You know, you know the the, the song from from Shia about Tisha B'Av Mashiach comes. A beautiful song, beautiful song about how Mashiach's gonna come and how Navi Yeshaya is gonna you know say the Haftarah. Very very nice song. So they come days of joy and, and, and happiness and simcha. Shemad says, This is the possible quote in the beginning of the parak. To show that these psukim are mentioned in Tanakh, right? And Allah Dalit. Kayama Hashem Tsvaka Sosha Hashem, the Lord of hosts. Tame Revi, the Tame of the fourth month.
Right, Tammuz of Tzimah Chamisha, the fast of all of Tzimah, the fast of Tzimah Gedalia of Tzimah, I see the fast of Tendlos of Tevis, Yilabes Yehudah Lusasana Simcha, Abif the house of Yehudah, joy and rejoicing, Tevim happy days, because we'll see them at that point, in that perspective, we'll see them as just the process of the remodeling project of the Bishop of the Shalishi. How we be Zayichidat, Ve'emes, Ve'shalom Ha'avu, by loving truth and peace, by Avas Chinom. Right? So, Avas Yisrael. Bichmah, the sign, that's the way to bring out the Gula. Maybe.